Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over gloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. What's up Katrina? Hey girl, how's it going? It's going, you know, just living my best life over here. How are you? <laughs> um, I mean, if this if this is living one's best life, then <laughs> um, living the, the the best the the life that I have the the, best the life that that has possible. been dealt to right, you. Whatever. You know, what's that saying? Yeah. If um if the universe gives you lemons, make limoncello or something. Yeah, lemonade, like lemonade, lim- lemonade, limoncello. Sorry, no, but I, I like limoncello. Limoncello is. A, I'm a big fan of limoncello. Me limoncello. too. Me too. We're, we're doing. We're doing a first right now. This is. There's so much happening. <laughs> there's so. <laughs> so, so, it's so funny because so Chris like trades. You should need to just screenshot that. Chris yeah, trades sure. a lot, and um, you know, watching the markets, things dropping, and things that are normally consistent are dropping, and things that you would never really imagine that would do well. Um, are skyrocketing and the shares for Zoom oh. have increased like exponentially. I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's, it's been funny crazy. because so I say we we're doing a first right now, and it's the first time that we're not using Zoom because we tried to log on so many times and it just crashes over and over and over again. Well, you know what's happening? Like, I mean, obviously everyone's using Zoom right now, but what's yeah. happening is like every at least in my neighborhood. Um, a lot of people are working from home. I mean, even, mm-hmm. you know, today. Um, and so everyone's using the network in so many different ways. And it's like things are so bogged down. Even trying to do webinars and stuff, it's like it it it's getting to be really difficult. And it is yeah. interesting, like, how much we're, we're now relying on, um, you know, anything that we can do remotely, relying on Zoom meetings or, um, you know, Skype meetings or what, what GoTo meetings is another one that yeah. everyone's using. Yeah, so Google like Hangouts. Google Hangouts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Is that what um, you're doing with your students, doing um, Google Hangouts? I'm not doing anything with my students. You're not? Um, are, and, they, and, no. are they going to pass? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um, I'm only in clinic now. So this semester is the oh. first semester I'm not teaching any theory courses. So mm. I, I read the emails and yeah, they're doing some like online learning stuff, but um, I delete the emails <laughs> yeah. as soon as it doesn't pertain to me because then there's just like a whole yeah a lot of stuff but uh yeah. yeah I think they're doing some some online stuff but I don't think they're using zoom I think they're using mm. something that's built into our network I think it's called campus login or something mm. um mm. but yeah so this is the first time where we're facetiming one another with our headphones in and our microphones recording <laughs> on a different device and I want to um, be very clear because I think that like sometimes at least, like, for me, I know for you, like, we tend to, like, kind of color these pictures of, like, yes, here we are just sipping our tea and blah, blah, blah. But, like, neither of us have makeup on. <laughs> We're both like, no. My, I, I'm no longer blonde. No, like, I know. I think, is... I think uh, two weeks ago, I was like, all right, I have yeah. some roots. Yeah. I can deal with it. And now I'm no, I no longer have just roots. Now yeah. I'm officially ombre. You, you are. You're, you're ombreing it up, girl. So I did my own DIY soak off of my dip manicure and then did my yes. own nails. Um, not, not good. Like I should stick to teeth and not do nails because my nails are like <laughs> n- not cute. I'm, I'm impressed. Okay. So do you remember 
we've already aired this episode with Missy Fryer when we were at VOD. Oh, yeah, with the stickums. And she had those awesome stick-on nails. Yeah. So I was walking through the drugstore two weeks ago, and I, like, came across them. I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull a Missy Fryer because I was doing yeah. an unboxing for Densply Serona on my page. And I was like, I don't want to, like, do an unboxing yeah. and have gross nails. Yeah. So I bought a box of those. Uh, I think they're made by Quo. And I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, the selection was very poor. I had this pink with, like, gold stripes on it. Oh, but I was Lord. very impressed. So I Amazoned a box of French manicure. And that's what I have on right now. Oh. Do you like I, it? Are you I, happy with that? I'm, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't, happy is a strong word. Yes, I agree. Happy would be me going to my, like, nail salon and getting a mani and a pedi and a foot massage and, you know, all the fun uh, stuff. But I think I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. I love it. So that and you know gonna... what I've learned? Hold on. I've learned that um, you really don't realize what you can live without yeah. until you have to live without it. Yeah, I know. It. I know. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. So that was going to be my next question to you. Like, once this whole like COVID-19 thing just like clears and everyone's president slash prime minister slash I don't know what your leadership authority situation is in Canada, but I mean, whatever it we, is. We all hail the queen of okay. England. Okay, the queen. But we have a prime minister. You have a prime. I don't feel, I feel like the queen's like not involved in any of this, by the way. I feel like she's like, I'm I mean, just she's on our, she's on our currency. She, yeah, she didn't care. Yeah. Um. So once the queen slash prime minister slash our um, president releases everyone to go back to business as usual, what? What what are you going to do? Like, what's going to be like the What is the thing that you've just been like dying to do that you're like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. Um, Like, aside from actually open my dental office. Aside from actually open your dental office that you've been <laughs> like actually to go into past, business like, you know, like 24 months. Yeah, Um, I miss I miss Orange Theory. Oh, so I'm an Orange Theorier. Okay. I miss Orange Theory. Uh, I miss going for dinner like I yes. miss tacos and sushi yeah that's what i miss we did takeout yesterday we did like this local fish and chips place for for takeout yesterday and it was delicious and it was like i was tasting crack cocaine for the first time (laughs) after i had been off of crack cocaine after after we haven't eaten out right after one detox from the crack cocaine and then we stepped back into a crack cocaine situation yeah i mean there's so many little things i miss just walking around and downtown toronto and like going shopping and doing all that fun stuff but you know first world problems i'm healthy yeah we're healthy we have a roof over our heads Mm -hmm. we're not worried about paying the mortgage tomorrow kind of thing yeah um which is sad because a lot of people have lost their jobs and unemployment is taking a long time to kick in i know there's a lot of reliefs that are helping people especially in our province of ontario but Mm. nothing is like immediate like you'll get it tomorrow kind of thing so we're happy we're healthy um, we're here to record mm-hmm. another episode of the Tooth or Dirt podcast, uh, episode 37 to be exact. Wow. I know. I was sad that I missed the clue in that episode 35 was also your 35th birthday. Oh man, it was right there. It was on the same, <laughs> it was the same episode. Um, so yeah, we're episode 35. Um, we recorded this episode live at Voices of Dentistry. We still have a couple more left to roll out from Voices of Dentistry. But this one's cool. Um, girl boss and, and a good friend of mine, Dr. Erin Elliott, um, hung out with us and talked about her career in dentistry, sleeping, and airway 
diagnosis and treatment for her patients. So this is a cool episode. Kindly sponsored by our friends at Densply Serona. Shouts yes. to Densply Serona. And like props and huge shouts to Densply Serona because they are pushing out so much online content and CE right now. That is amazing. I did a course last week. Um, last week or the week before? I think it was the week before. And it was on how to cope during a global pandemic. Oh. Yeah. I'll link that in the description if anyone wants to see it. I watched it live, but you can see it on demand. They have a really cool platform. Um, I know you've seen it before, but for mm-hmm. some of you guys out there that haven't seen it, you if you go to densebyserona.com slash academy, you can filter education based on your role. So normally in like a lot of different websites, you, everything just comes in by date. But here you could go and just click hygienist or assistant or doctor or specialist. And then you can view CE that's out there for free. Yeah. Um, I feel like everyone's doing that right now, like really trying to yeah. get on the CE uh, wagon. And um, right kind of along with that, I think, I mean, this goes without saying, but most of us are now starting to uh, reevaluate what our infection control standards look like and what yes. those policies and protocols look like. And um, what I'm really excited about on this academy is that they've got some really great information on what the current infection uh, prevention protocols are. Um, yep. Because a lot of people are asking, you know, um, how can I um, get this information? How can I bring it back to my doctor? How can I uh, improve what we're doing in the office? Um, not just because it's important for us on our side uh, in dentistry, uh, protecting ourselves and protecting our patients, but I think we can all agree our patients are going to be expecting that we will be doing things differently. I mean, gosh, you can't go to the grocery store now without seeing people, yeah. you know, covered in, you know, they're covering their faces, covering their hands. I mean, there's a, a renewed sense of understanding what infection control is. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if patients come in asking what products we use. A hundred percent. I know that might sound like out there no i don't i don't think that is but i wouldn't be surprised if someone comes in and knows phrases like bactericidal yep um tuberculocidal yeah tuberculocidal mm -hmm. yeah just because of how things how the awareness has raised yeah um i wouldn't be surprised if people come in and look at infection control as a deter from rejoining your practice because at this point it's like whether people come back, that's an that's an important thing. So yeah. if they come back into your practice and realize, oh, I didn't quite watch before, like how many times my hygienist washes her hands, but now I'm going to. Right. Um, oh, I mean, top down, hand hygiene, PPE, yeah. you know, I mean, they're going to be looking at all of those pieces. Um, aerosol control, what produces aerosols in the office, what are... Sorry, Darby's getting really excited about this too because it's a, a very passionate topic of his. Um, you know, even even uh, I mean, we've seen this before, but you know, you you uh, unwrap your package of instruments, yeah. um, or your Cavitron tip, and you place it down on the tray, and the patient asks you, "Is that clean?" And you know, I think yeah. they're right to ask um, if that's clean because for a long time, you know, we've given patients reason to question. There have been several uh, news articles about um, surgeons, doctors, um, you know, dental practices where, you know, patients are getting tested for hep C, uh, getting tested yeah. for HIV because their infection control wasn't up to, to snuff. And so we had we had a lot of dental offices here over the last few years that were shut down. Mm. Um, and it was because of patient concerns and complaints. And then, of course, the college goes in and um, and our like health associations or health organizations go in and they audit and 
Yeah. They give you an opportunity. Like they give you an opportunity to make changes to the deficiencies they find. But um, yeah, it's concerning. And I'm, I'm using this time wisely by learning. Um, yeah. And I think it's going to benefit me when I open my practice, but it's also benefiting me by giving me a little distractor right now yeah. because if I didn't have all of this available online CE yeah I don't know what I would like I don't know what I would be doing in my own mind like I'm I self-sabotage and I'm yep. my own worst enemy but I would be sitting here yeah staring at the clock wondering it's Same. to the day am I, I gonna get coronavirus <laughs> when I was sick a few weeks ago was that coronavirus like yeah. all of these things yeah. so you know log in my husband says to me he's like are you doing more online scene I'm like yeah I am because it's it's helping it's me way. yeah you know it's yeah. so funny I got a, a zoom inf- invite the other day um from one of my previous students uh and they were all in this like zoom happy hour like I think everyone's kind of doing that now just because yeah you know we're so hungry for like getting to actually spend time with other people and hear other people's yeah voices you know um so anyways I had a bunch of my previous students on this zoom session and they're, they're funny they still call me miss sanders I'm like yeah so they're like miss and they're like well they all call me sanders and so they're like sanders like what do we do and I'm like what do you mean what do we do you know and they're like I mean they're all furloughed they're all sitting at yeah. home you know they're like well, what do we do like we're losing our minds you know and so yeah. to your point um ce is huge and I think it's it's great because it keeps us busy. It keeps us ready because I, I think we can all agree um, as much as maybe you were disenchanted with hygiene before this. I mean, I'm I'm ready to scale some teeth. Oh yeah, <laughs> so many like, people are missing Darby's it right teeth, now. You know, <laughs> like yeah, oh, I could see some calculus on my dog. Like I could get that. <laughs> um, you know, we're all itching to get back on the horse, and so I think um, these these are just great opportunities. I must say, you're coming up with some really good uh, analogies today. You think so? Yeah, yeah, you're you're you've said a few. I'm gonna have to listen back to how, oh, how many of good. these to get back on the horse. Get back on. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm sober. I haven't had anything to drink, so maybe my mind is sharper than what we normally oh record. My gosh. <laughs> um, oh. But one other thing that I wanted to yeah. share because um, I'm excited about what uh, share away what we talked about with Aaron uh, Elliot at uh, Voices yes. of Dentistry at VOD. So um, I've been reading a lot of articles about COVID-19 and about um, the the people that are more susceptible to it or the people that um, if they um, contract COVID-19, that they are more susceptible to a stronger reaction to it. Um, yep. And I read this really incredible article. Um, Spring Hatfield actually wrote it. Um, I don't know if you, you're familiar with who Spring Hatfield is, but girls just got a really cool brain for understanding science and she can really articulate it very well in how she writes. So she wrote about um, one of the concerns with COVID-19 is this concept behind um, cytokine storm. So we know that cytokines are um, the entities within our body that release in a state of inflammation. Yeah. And they believe that COVID-19 kind of feeds off of those inflammatory cytokines. So huh. patients that um, are experiencing inflammatory diseases, um, diabetes, di- autoimmune, yeah, rheumatoid arthritis, exactly, yeah. asthma, exactly. Those are the the individuals who are considered, you know, relatively high risk for this. And so when we take a look at something like this, which um, when we get into the episode, you'll hear a lot of some of the things that we're talking about. Um, you know, and she talks about the concerns with, um, you know, sleep uh, apnea, obstructive disorders, and the link to very 
various comorbidities. Um, I I think this is such a timely um, educational piece to have out um, for the dental community. I do believe um, when we step back, uh, you know, into the operatory and we start treating patients again, I think we need to, pun intended, put our loops on and really magnify our understanding. (laughs) (laughs) Magnify our understanding. I'm I'm on a roll today. We Um, need to zoom in on that. Uh, magnify, uh, you know, how we look at inflammation. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 2.5 to 3 times. 2.5 to 3 times minimum. <laughs> um, if Designs for Vision would like to sponsor this episode. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, but, you know, I, I really think it's it's important for us to to understand the role that we play um, here in the United States. And I, I, I would love some time for you and I to maybe consider doing something about the, the um, changes in dental hygiene between what happens in Canada and the yeah. U.S. But one of the things that we see here is that uh, hygienists are considered um, non-essential, um, right. which is ironic because I'm having the exterior of my house painted and that's considered essential. Like construction's essential, but like those of us that treat inflammation are considered non-essential. And I get it. You know, we're we're fearful that, you know, maybe our infection control standards weren't up to par and, you know, all these things. And we're still learning a lot about, you know, how to treat patients. And I'm not saying we need to be doing profies on people. Like I don't want, don't slide into our DMs thinking I'm being ridiculous. But what I am yeah. saying is, we understand that we are inflammation experts. We are uh, absolutely preventive specialists, and we understand that we interact so much with inflammation in our day. And that yeah. is inflammation from patients having comorbidities, you know, sleep ob- ob- obstructive disorders, um, you know, oral inflammation. Uh, now more than ever, it's going to be important for us to be prepared uh, yeah. to really support patients in in reducing yeah. that. Yeah, so speaking of prepared, uh, Dr. Aaron Elliott prepared some really cool assessment tools for us that we've linked into the show notes below. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about them at the end after you listen to the episode. Um, But yeah, so let's get right into this episode right now with Dr. Aaron Elliott, Airway Queen. She also has a podcast as well called ZZZ Pack. It's a Another pun, I That's guess. That's cute. I on, love it. There. So here's the episode. Dr. Aaron Elliott, enjoy, peeps. Welcome back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. We're going to, you guys are all going to hate us because we've got Woo-hoo. so many lives coming from VOD so at you. Um, coming at you live. Coming at you live Ooh. from VOD. I may or may not miss my flight. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for, for an Instagram near you. I, uh, I'm excited for this episode. So stoked. Yeah. Do you know why? Are you going to ask me why? Or are you just going to stare no, at me well, awkwardly? Well, <laughs> I think the listeners know by now that you're going you're gonna to share why, whether I ask or not. But tell me, Irene, why, why are you so excited? I'm tell excited I because I really love our guest. Her name okay. is Dr. Erin Elliott. So good. I am a fangirl of you. I also love you because you stand up for people on Facebook mean to the mean mean people on facebook you're a troll fighter and you give voices to those of us like me that hide in the shadows when someone says something mean aaron i love you and for for all of those those reasons but also you are brilliant you're very smart and you are changing the way that people breathe which i feel very strongly about as an oral myofunctional therapist um, I do tongue and lip things and cheek things and speech posture things. And I think that complements a lot of what you do as well. And a lot of our listeners are dental hygienists, I'm sure. So I wanted us to create a little checklist together. Whether okay. we do that on the air here or whether we link that in the show notes, we can figure that out. But 
I think that it's important that dental hygienists look for that. And I'm assuming that we are all doing our extra oral evaluations and yeah. we're doing our palpations and we're doing all of that fun stuff. And if you're not doing it, maybe this is your New Year's resolution to start doing that. But maybe we can add in the show notes a little checklist that they can copy and paste and through their chart notes. You know, what's interesting is I did create a, it's even a visual that you can laminate and put in your op. Really? And it, the the artist that I had make it called it the Elliot Evaluator. And really? I'm not Aww. one that needs my name on something. So you can white that out. No, um, I think that's really cool. But I could cool. provide that for your listeners as well. That's so, so cool. If so anyone doesn't know, things... I do a lot of sleep apnea. Yeah. And I get tell, to tell, travel tell around everybody and about yourself about and where do you practice and what got you interested in sleep medicine? Would you call it sleep medicine or sleep dentistry so or it's, both? It's actually dental sleep medicine. Oh, okay. Mm. Sleep dentistry is usually like sedation right, sedation and right then, and sleep de- dentistry is probably dsm as yeah. we say <clears throat> so uh first i graduated creighton in 2003 settled in north idaho so i am from idaho but just the tip so way just up the in tip. the north Ding. i was wondering who was gonna say something oh about i've that. already mm-hmm. held back from like three different yeah, no way. you don't oh, have to I hold back so hard yeah so good the, the podcast is always listed as explicit sorry for those of you in saudi arabia that aren't able to listen <laughs> my, to it my humor tends to be a little inappropriate Same, but yeah. you met my husband Same. so yeah. you understand yeah um in saying that i i'm in coeur d'alene idaho which is actually near the canadian border a and yeah I started out as an associate for eight years, and I've been bought in for eight years now. And you have a podcast, too. I just started yeah. because there really was no podcast in the dental sleep medicine yeah. space. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, if anyone knows me, I do, I'm busy a lot, and, and my husband is very patient with me. And so I have been on most of the podcasts. I refer to myself as the podcast whore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I never had one of my own, and Moody kept bothering me about it I was like no I I don't have the time or the resources you know and and I don't want to upset my husband because I really love what I'm doing now you need him around too yeah so anyways I was able to team up with Medmark Media who um, does an endo ortho um, implant in dental sleep medicine magazine and so the the owner of that and the editor of that magazine we started the z-pack Cool. Your day. We say the daily Z-pack. dose. Z-pack. Yeah. So cute. Your daily yeah. dose. I get yeah. it. Yeah. It's adorable. Um, but really what the goal is, is to, you know, anytime I teach a course, they're like, I want more. I just, they're hungry for more. And there's a lot of noise in the sleep apnea space. You know, it's a hot topic. I use air quotes because I've been doing this for 10 years and I thought it was a hot topic back then. Yeah. And so in my, in my journey of sleep, I, it was 2008, I heard a sleep physician speak at a dentist, our state dental meeting, and then a, a dentist who does sleep apnea in the afternoon. And I was like, you mean I can help people sleep? And it's mostly because I love to sleep. So um, if you listen to this and you want to be Facebook friends, just reach out. Yeah. Make sure you have something dental slightly in your um, bio when yeah. you yeah. <laughs> ask yeah. to be my friend. Yeah. Um, but my husband likes to post pictures of me sleeping. Oh yeah, those are on sleep planes, anywhere. on planes, mouth open. Yeah, I always wondered cute. how many pencils we'd be able to fit in your mouth when you're on a plane. That's one thing that I see. I, like, <laughs> well, about instinct. let's see, at least that. Yeah, what's your maximum <laughs> open? How what's much your, can you put what's in your, your mouth? What's your maximum open? <laughs> so let's talk about how this reflects uh, into dental hygiene because 
some of the knowledge that you have might be it and might be it is way more advanced and way more time consuming than a lot of dental hygienists have in their appointment time. So Correct. let's say I'm, I've got an hour or I'm doing a new patient exam and um, what types of things could I be looking for or might be indicative or indicators that there might be a sleep issue aside from someone saying, yes, I snore at night or you, you, whatever. Right. What would you say? So here I, I have to say, I am a dentist who absolutely adores, loves, and appreciates my hygienist. Thank because you. Because you guys, I mean, really you do have the time to sit with them, get to know them, motivate them, like to use the right end of the toothbrush. Correct. Aww. And now we're going to, bring in this whole other concept right i mean you guys are toothbrush. totally more than just how, how much time do you actually spend cleaning versus right educating and rapport all that so yeah um so oftentimes i think the hygienists are the key player in the team for sleep um because you're staring at airways all day long mm -hmm. so here's the things that you guys can look for even when i say you guys it's in yeah. general anyone um, anyone that's I was looking told in I the am mouth. not allowed to say mm -hmm. that anymore why uh, why you people you people. people. I just. I don't know if you people's. I, I don't know. You humans. Whatever. Whatever. Um, no, there's things that you can look for before the patient even walks in the door. Right. And I think that's important to look at your day ahead. So. Okay, I, wait, let me tell you what I look for. And you tell me if I'm on the right okay. track. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I look at body posture. Oh, that's good. Um, I How look. walk too. Uh, yeah. Forward like, head posture. Yeah. Anterior, anterior neck posture. Turkey waddle. Are you mm -hmm. telling me what I look for or can I tell you what I look for? Oh, yeah. Okay. I look at their skin. So I look underneath their eyes if they have dark uh -huh. circles, especially in kids. Yeah. I mean, kids display, I believe that kids display breathing issues a mm -hmm. lot more prominently than yes. adults do. Adults end up masking them. So we've I have breathing issues. Yeah. yeah. We've compensated. under for my bags. Yeah. You yeah. can't tell. No. No. You look beautiful. Thank um, you. So I look at posture. I look at skin. I look at under eyes. And um, I look at enlarged salivary glands, which are anterior to like the auricular area. You can see they're like super beefy. And sometimes that has, uh, when you look intraorally, you might see that mm -hmm. it's occluding in the posterior. I look at, um, so I do this say ah and take a deep breath in. I look at the uvula, whether it perks up or whether it stays flat. And then I actually have them say the word ah. And then I have them like literally sing. I'm like, okay, say ah. And then I'm like, can you say that louder? And then you can see if the uvula moves. Am I on the right you track here? You know what? I think we can simplify it. Yes. Those, those are <laughs> Ask all. Ask them a question. Do you snore? <laughs> no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of subtle, subtle things like that. Yeah. Like I'll tell you the enlarged salivary glands, not on my Elliott evaluator, but no? it should be. Okay. But I do have like forward head posture. Mm -hmm. Here's the big, here, if you could just look at these things, Bruxingware. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, even, and I do think abfractions come from clenching. So yeah. Clenchers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the reason why is because when you brux or grind, especially a forward wear pattern, I have a, um, you know, a cone beam that shows you how much more open the airway is in right. the, you're bracing mm -hmm. your airway open subconsciously. Mm -hmm. And we are finding more research that shows that they are interrelated. And if you treat the airway, the bruxing events go down, mm -hmm. not completely eliminated, but mm -hmm. they go down. So just that. And so what we say is, you know, I know every other dentist has probably recommended a night guard to you. And it probably is in your nightstand. You have a few. Yeah. And Unless really, your dog has eaten them. Yeah, we were just we were just trying to protect your teeth. But now we know why. And so what I'd like you to do is take this home sleep test home. 
We just need to rule out. What is a home sleep test? It's a, a unit you take home um, with you to record airway. Okay. And I always say. And you well, have one in your office? I have a bunch, yeah. Okay. And, and, and then I usually say it costs a whole lot more if I go home with you. So I'm going to send this <laughs> unit home with But it's just a, it's just a, you know, screener almost. I can't diagnose, but I still have a sleep physician look it over. Yeah. But we need to rule out something. I don't think you're sleeping as well as you should be because yeah. of your airway. If you say sleep apnea, the patient's walls mm-hmm. of right because they think up. of machines yes. and mm-hmm. they think of being uncomfortable. Oh, right. they, and they want they think it's an old fat man, right? So right. there's a little mm-hmm. bit of pri- there's a yeah. lot of times it's pride. So I say we need to rule out something um, called sleep apnea where I just don't think you're sleeping as good as you should at night, um, so that we can make you the right kind of night guard. So I'm not like yeah. telling yeah. them they have it, yeah. but. Yeah. But if I could just look at these four You're things. You're planting a seed yes. almost. Clenching and grinding wear. Scallop tongue. That's a huge yes. one. Yeah. Scallop tongue shows um, AHI of over five, which means uh, at least a mild form um, in 70% of the cases. Hmm. Hmm. And then, um, yeah, just their airway. Is it beat up and swollen? The battered yeah, yeah, uvula yeah. that yeah. you talked about. Um, and then, so I said Bruxing wear, scallop Clenching tongue. and grinding, airway, uh-huh. scallop tongue, and fourth would be, oh, acid reflux. Acid erosion. reflux. Mm-hmm. Oh, erosion. Huh. And uh, malocclusion, is that class also? Class two, turkey waddle, retronathic. Yeah. yeah. A vaulted palate, mouth right. breathing. Lingual inclination. Lingualized right. dentition, lingual tori. Yeah. Premolar, premolar extraction has not been, like, Guaranteed on research, but how could They've it not contribute? Yeah, yeah. It collapses yeah. the airway. Yeah, scallop tongue is a big one, though. Yeah. Can I tell you what I look for? Yes, when please. I, when I put the patient's lead apron on and I can't get the flaps in the back to their adhere neck all the size. way because their neck is yeah. just too big. So they're, they're, they're melon patty. I take a melon patty class. But it is skinny. There's a lot of skinny people. That yeah, have the there's, there's a lot of research that has indicated neck size to be a, a, a precursor or an indicator of cardiovascular disease and diabetes. Mm-hmm. But on the apnea side it's not always overweight people that have apnea only 60 percent yeah. of the cases so would would we use that as a identifier or would we not use that as a you can't size? certainly it's going to contribute right but it's it's not the thing i look intraorally also you know a lot of i do catch it prior to health issues yeah but just before the patient even comes in the big four to look for yeah hypertension mm-hmm. yeah um, acid reflux mm-hmm. medications. And what I didn't realize until I started teaching with um, T-Bone or Taru Nagrawal, if you guys know who he yep. is, his wife's a psychiatrist. And I didn't realize that antidepressants were one of the most prescribed drugs. Wow. Yeah. So antidepressants and then um, diabetes medications. So e- even if you just talk to the, your hypertension patients, they had been put on a drug but never asked why are they having high blood pressure? What's mm, causing right, it? Right. And so that's before the patient even walks in. Then we did change some of our health history questions. And I completely eliminated the do you snore question. Really? Every person says no. And right. I would tell you no until my husband, you know, right. video sure. recorded right. it sure. and put it on Facebook. So I say, has anyone told you you snore? Right. Oh, Have okay. you had a sleep study or been told to get one? Yeah. If so, when? Because some people are like, oh, no, I had a sleep study and it said I was fine. And I was like, oh, when was that? And they were like, oh, 20 years ago. I'm like, yep. I went to the optometrist when I was 16 right. and they said I had 20-20 vision. So I'm good, now, right? I'm yeah. good. Yeah. 
Um, and then <clears throat> we asked, um, have you ever had a CPAP? Been told to get one. Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. people just don't even go. Sure. So that's an easy identifier. But and what I, 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 tried... I found it, I really found it interesting to the CPAP thing that I don't know if it's the same in the U.S., but in Canada, if you're diagnosed with sleep apnea and you're a professional driver, you're yep. a truck driver and you get pulled over and I don't know how they would figure this out, but if you get pulled over for I don't know, being tired on the, or swerving or whatever, um, you can lose your license. You can lose oh, yeah. your driver's license. Mm -hmm. Is it like that in the U.S. too? Yeah. The problem is so states? many of them are resistant to even getting tested. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then the DOT phys physicals, but you have to show that you're getting it treated. CPAP has a compliance chip. Yeah. But oral appliances have a compliance chip too. Oh, okay. And so um, it is a viable treatment option for drivers, but they huh. are resistant to getting tested. They are measuring necks. Yeah. And only 10% of truck drivers are within a normal BMI. So no way. It's Amazing. a very prevalent Is it because it's issue. such a still job yeah. where you're They're sitting driving. all the Sedentary, time? Yeah. And drinking yeah. a lot of soda and yeah. candy trying Caffeine. to stay awake. Yeah. Um, lastly, this is, this is crucial. Crucial, crucial for hygienists. I, I totally preach about this. You need to ask verbally. Once you have them in the chair and you say, this is what I usually hear from my hygienist. Has anything changed in your health history? Right. And then mm -hmm. they move on. No. Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm -hmm. And then, so Nothing now. Nothing fix my teeth. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, you need to verbally say what drugs you have written down and health conditions. Yeah. Because then it's Are like halfway through. Are you still taking Yeah. Halfway through the cleaning, Lipitor. they're like, um, I got my knee replaced six yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Right. Did you yeah, need to know, know that? So saying that, the over-the-counter medications, even if taken infrequently. Yeah. So that yeah. would be, so these are the clues. Zan Zantac yeah. is mm -hmm. acid reflux medication you just take when you, when need, you need it. it. Um, but Tylenol PM, Benadryl, yeah. melatonin, melatonin is the big is one. Huge, yeah. Really? Because people oh, think it, they're going to help them to sleep, but right. it doesn't help you sleep. It is a hormone. It to help cannot you get replicate to sleep. in a pill. Right. All it tells your body is that you're ready to start sleeping. It just tells your body, okay, let's get ready for bed. It doesn't keep you asleep. Oh. But because it's natural, you know, hormones, mm -hmm. even if you get bioidentical hormone treatment, they mm -hmm. give it to you in a cream because you sure. can't absorb it any right. other way. Right. And so what's more important is to stimulate natural melatonin, have good sleep habits, create a good sleep environment. But it is a clue for us that this person struggles with sleep apnea or sleep issues. Sleep, yeah. sleep issues. Yeah. Because 90, Mayo Clinic and more studies coming out, insomnia like a chronic insomnia where people are taking a melatonin yeah, yeah. placebo every right. night, 91% of it was huh. moderate to severe sleep apnea. But in menopausal age women, the incidence becomes equal to men really? for sleep apnea, but it's, I, it presents differently. Not always snoring, but insomnia. And so you wake up and you attribute it to right. hormone changes. Sure. Right. You know, whatever. Yeah. But if you look when the person wakes up, just preceding is usually a bunch of airway events. Huh. And women also tend to be thinner and they tend to clench yeah. more than the male counterpart. Interesting. So, yeah. Are so there so any, many things. Are there any correlations with quality of sleep? Well, yes, we know that there are, but quality of sleep and things like night sweats or dreams, vivid dreams or terrors. Mm -hmm. Not ter terrors cold. are mostly kids. Yeah. Um, Temperature regulation, uh, melatonin does, you know, yeah. it's stimulated because our body temperature has to drop three to four degrees at yeah. night. Um, so, yeah. So, you freeze every night, basically. You, you go You cold. go into hypothermia every night? Pretty much. Yeah. Erin was in the sun tanning, and her hands were like ice cubes. 
Yes. So can you imagine wow. if her temperature goes down by oh three degrees? She's a mummy. I have a heated yeah. blanket on just my side. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's there's so many things that I just think we can uncover for patients and connect the dots that their medical physicians are not at all. They're not at all. So uh, that's my favorite part is bringing this, like helping someone that didn't even know they had a problem. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this new marketing campaign that I want to start is that's not normal. It's yeah. not normal mm -hmm. to wake mm -hmm. up three to four times a night. Right. Mm. If you're not getting into your deep sleep because your airway is constantly getting interrupted and your body's shooting out adrenaline or cortisol to get it going again. Um, if you kind of have just that anxiety, if you're like kind of an anxious person, um, even a like really hyper person, yeah. that could present be because you're stimulating your sympathetic nervous system all mm. night long, yeah. fighting to keep your airway open. Huh. And well, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a survival tactic, sleep. right? Yeah. Like your body's like, if I let you go to sleep, yeah. I might die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or even someone that says they're a light sleeper. Right. That's another clue for yeah. me. Like huh. maybe they're not getting into their deep sleep. And so asking about not, quality of yeah. your sleep, like, do you wake up a lot yeah. or, okay, okay. Toss and turn. If you're not dreaming, that's not normal. Really? Yes. So I dream a lot. Okay. And I, and I, and I remember my dreams and, and I, sometimes I think that that's strange. So that's normal. Yes. Cool. I'm living my dream every day. Oh, so. you, that <laughs> is amazing. Normal. Stop it. I was going to write something down. I feel like that too, though. Yeah. Do you? I, I, like you wake up every morning, you pinch yourself. You're like, am I really? Okay. Maybe not to that extent, oh, okay. but I would tell you there's never a day that I dread going to work. So no, that's yeah. a good feeling to have. That's amazing. So how much of your practice now is studying sleep dentistry so or a, practicing sleep dentistry? I still do a lot of general dentistry yeah. implants. I am working three days a week. Um, my sleep person goes in on the fourth day. Uh, to overall collections, I would say it was a quarter of our practice. Cool. Mm -hmm. So do you have a lot of people coming from out of town seeking you out ish. for your services? Yeah, or, ish. Yeah. But the, but usually like I had one guy come cause his, um, girlfriend is going to dental school and mm. he drove from like three hours. Cool. Cause she didn't know where else to turn yeah, because that's everyone thing. else ignores them. She goes. And so I, we did test him. I had him mail it back cause he didn't, he wouldn't have gone otherwise. It's mm -hmm. once you see the results, yeah. you can't unsee it. And he was one of the, my most severe patients and he was like 26 years old. Wow. So, but that was enough. Mm. I didn't treat him. Yeah. But I got him going in the right direction. And so my, that's the part my I My dad, I, I give a lecture on oral and systemic health, and I talk about cardiovascular disease and diabetes, and, and I share some of my own health history. Um, and it, it stops there. But at the end of the lecture, there's this, like, spoiler alert. I share a patient case, and uh, I share the photos at the beginning of the case, and then we go through the lecture. And at the end, we do our own diagnosis in the audience. And I sit down in the audience, and I let everyone tear this case apart. Um, and a lot of the things that we talk about are presented in my dad's case. So he's got severe bruxism. His shimbashi is like 10, um, which is the anterior dimension from, this, from the gingival line to the incisal edge. So he's lost, like, I don't know, half of the tooth structure. Mm. Um, he has a very large neck which has to do with his other issues. But again, you look at his face, he's got the yellow underneath his eyes. He's got all of the signs of sleep issue. And then when I ask him to take a deep breath in, his nostrils don't flare. He broke his nose playing soccer. He had a deviated septum that was repaired. He's got chronic, si chronic sinus issues. So he's always clearing his nose. He's I, always I, like, mm. reflux, I yeah, think. Mm. Call, constantly clearing his nose, clearing his nose and coughing. 
right? That's that's a reflex. Yeah. 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 So I took him, I took him to an ENT this year, this year, 2019 just, just passed. I took him to an ENT and I physically had to take him in myself because he won't go. Yep. Took him into a, uh, got him to the family doctor, got him a referral, took six months to take him to an ENT. And the ENT, if, probably not listening to this, said, oh, you're fine to my mm-hmm. dad. And I said, he needs a sleep, sleep study test. Like, send him for a sleep test. And my dad's like, oh, no, no, I sleep fine. I'm like, you and mom sleep in separate rooms. That's not wow. normal. You and mom have slept in separate rooms since I was a kid because you and mom both snore like, like I swear. Like, yeah. which on the podcast, I don't. But in real life, if you know me, I, I swear a lot. So, <laughs> so finally, we're sitting in this thing, and I couldn't go to his post. Like, he had, he had gone for a CT scan. So they did a, a, a CT of his sinuses to see if he had sinusitis. And turns out he didn't. I went, and I couldn't go to his post op because I was at Chicago Midwinter with uh, Greater New York. Greater New York. Someplace. Yeah, I was at Greater New York. So I was like, call me when you're there. Put me on speakerphone. Good. So I, I want to know. Did he call me when he was there? Nope. No, of course not. He didn't call me when he was there. Non-compliant patient. But the guy was like, you're fine. My dad's concern is I want my teeth to be longer and I don't want them to be as yellow because as we know, as they start to wear and they thin out. Mm-hmm. So the problem is that there is no, in, in Toronto at least, that there are very few dentists that understand this concept and and can follow through with it. I know a great one. Really? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. So it's it's the follow through that's the hardest part. And I, ironically enough, my dad has two endos on the upper premolars, first premolar on both sides that have been endoed and been crowned. And he constantly has pain on those two teeth. And what happens when he goes to the dentist is they reduce the occlusion because he's a severe grinder. So he's grinding on his enamel, mm-hmm. which is now into dentin. Mm-hmm. And it's grinding down more and more and more. So the solution is we can't figure out if there's no apical radiolucency. You don't have any pockets around this tooth. The problem must be the crown. So they're doing this like, I'm going to just remove the enamel on this or the, the porcelain on this PFM crown <coughs> to, uh, to make it easier like for you and so that you're not in pain. And I'm like, why can't we find this cohesion between dentistry and sleep and medicine? And I will tell you, and what, medicine? I, yeah, what I just told you is controversial of me having a home sleep test. Hmm. And I'm starting to be less like secretive why, about though? it. No, it's controversial. Because it's a scope because, thing or what no, is it? Yeah, because dentists should not be practicing medicine. I will tell you right now, I'm not practicing medicine. I still have a sleep physician. Yeah, You're screaming yeah, yeah. for it. No. Do we get in trouble as dentists for having blood pressure cuffs there you go. in, in no, our yeah. practice? No. We take blood pressures. We do not diagnose hypertension. Right. If we see a problem, we refer. you get it taken care of. Yeah. Right. It is not. A, if your dad were to see his sleep study, even if I even... I even tell the patient, you know, this probably wasn't a typical night, but it's enough for us to know that when yeah. you are asleep, this is what your airway is doing. And that's where the light bulb moment, the magic happens. All of a sudden this, I don't have a problem. My daughter has the problem. <laughs> right. To holy crap. This might be why I feel that this might be why I'm grinding my teeth down. Yeah. This makes sense. What do we need to do to get this taken care of? Well, I think the challenge becomes that this is a complacency in the medical mm-hmm. community. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not making a complete generalization, but for your dad to go to yeah. an ENT and for the ENT to not, I mean, do you think the ENT looked in his mouth? Looked no, down I was his there ear? for that first right, appointment. Right. He didn't leave the back of his desk. Right. He wrote on a prescription pad and that was it. So and he, he gave my dad, is- he gave my dad a prescription for a saline solution to use. 
And that was it. And my dad was like, a saline solution? Like, what is this? What's it? Is there medicine? He said, is there medicine in this? And he said, no, it's just water and salt. It's like a neti pot. He's like, I waited for six months for an appointment. So this for uh, for. For this, nothing. To, to, this is the patient trust piece then. Do you know what I mean? Like patients, they, they trust you, right? Yeah. You, you, you walk in with your white coat, they expect you to know. And when they're coming in and they're seeking care from an ENT and without getting too weird about it, yeah. people who know me know that I had a very similar situation where yeah. I lost my mother. Yeah. The morning my mother died, she saw an ENT who told her everything was fine yeah. and she collapsed and passed uh, oh. four hours later. And so when you see that, that complacency there. And then you see someone like you, doctor, where you are providing this screening as an opportunity to not only support your patients and optimize production in your practice, but also you are really stepping into this next level of oral systemic link. I mean, we as- They don't know where to go. They don't know where to go. As hygienists, we use the oral systemic link all the time as the cherry on top of our treatment planning, right? So it's like, oh, you need SRP. We really want to do these SRPs. You have bacteria. This bacteria is entering your body, circulating through your bloodstream. Those damn spirochetes, we need to get them. The vibrios. (laughs) We do fail, Yeah. And then then we we end with, and you know, if you don't get this done, you could be at an elevated risk for heart disease, stroke, upper respiratory tract infection, certain types of cancers. But are we flipping the coin? Are we stepping into being a part of the oral systemic link? And the things that you're doing, it, it is next level. And I, I, I'm reminded of a quote that says, um, well-behaved women yes, rarely <laughs> make history. And that's, that's what I that's say you. all the time. That's what you're doing. That's amazing. Well-behaved women rarely <laughs> make history. And it's like, because when you look at the people who are in the textbooks, when you look at the yeah. people who are creating the protocols, you know, the, the Elliott evaluation, you know, all yeah. these things that you're doing, that is next level shit. And yeah. that's, that's where we're going in dentistry. And I, I love that it, there's a, you know, for you, you feel like, Ooh, there's a conspiracy, you know, where people are very concerned about what we're doing and it's very yeah. controversial. Continue to be controversial because yeah. that's how we're going to continue to evolve in dentistry. Well, let me leave the hygienist with this. I'm assuming that's yeah. most of your audience. Don't be afraid to bring it up. Yeah. Because honestly, you guys, even just me talking about this right now, you now know more than most medical physicians. Mm. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Oh, Meaning, Wayne Gretzky, it, Canadian in the ooh, house. Yes. I saw I was in his wedding procession on accident when we were up visiting what? Canada. On accident? Back what does in, that mean? You're just like, we were on family vacation and, and there was this huge long line of people. It was Wayne Gretzky's wedding procession. Stop. Yeah. So, <laughs> what I mean by that is if you don't even bring it Did up, you get a the patient will never. <laughs> there you go. Know, yeah. Right? Absolutely. So, just you could even Google Aaron Elliott and Viva Learning. It's a very simplified webinar that it would at least get you um, aware of what to look I'll link for. that. I'll link that yeah. in the notes below. So Secondly, good. just, yeah, just bring it. How do you, how do you sleep? It's not even, do you snore? Um, yeah. Do you wake up refreshed in the morning? If you don't wake up refreshed in the morning, when should you feel refreshed? Okay. Yeah. Just start the conversation. If you miss a barnacle on the distal of number 30, mm-hmm. I don't care. A barnacle. Yeah. Yeah. Although those are so satisfying. Oh, barnacle. Sorry. You put your cabbage Even me. I, I don't know why. I just it. pictured you dressed up as a pirate. A barnacle. Yarr. So, get that distal barnacle. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I want my hygienist to do is bring up the conversation and get the patient to make the connection. Yeah. Right? Not me lecturing to you. Well, you know, if you don't take care of this, it's going to blah, 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 blah. Find out what would motivate the patient. In your case, your dad. Yeah. He doesn't like his teeth. Right. Okay. Well, how could, do you know how we can preserve this and rebuild it and not get frustrated for it breaking down? We need to look at your airway. Yeah. 
Okay, he might be more motivated if I'm speaking his language. Yeah, right. You speak Romanian or architect? Yes, because those are the only. Two I learned a few swear words. words in Romanian. Which just one? By listening to you. Oh, by listening to mm -hmm. me. Yes, I'm, and my mom too on my Facebook. On my Instagram. No, se secondly, I know you guys need your op for the next patient. I'm very cognizant of that. So yeah. I come in and I remove the three barriers. And my hygienist can do this thing. Three barriers that patients have resistance to getting help. First is having to go spend the night somewhere. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so a home sleep test eliminates that. The second is having to wear a CPAP. Yeah. And the appliance, you know, we show them a demo. Oh, I guess it's not as bad as I thought. Third is is money. And so I don't even really talk about money until we get them to the point that they're tested. And you figure out what they yeah. need. And medical yeah. insurance is a whole thing yeah. down here in the yeah. states yeah i'm just kidding yeah yeah um and then so i eliminate those three hurdles and they're usually like okay sign me up for a consult cool that's yeah. it that's all that's the hygienist i identified the signs start a conversation um i'll that's put my stamp of approval on it cool we bring them back for a consult well but that's let's, where let's figure out an easy way to make this easy for hygienists to to implement that into their chart notes we'll, we'll collaborate on that okay and go visit the show notes below um, to copy that into your desktop on your computer and maybe that'll make it easier. You don't have to remember all the steps from the podcast. You're probably driving to work right now. Um, so we can work on that, that together. Awesome. And if people want to get a hold of you, um, where probably, can they find you? Facebook and uh, Instagram. Will they, slide, will they slide into the DMs? Yeah, yeah. I, I look at them. Yeah. Aaron Elliott DDS. Yep. Two L's, two T's. And double D. And double and D. Double D. <laughs> And um, my email address is the same, Aaron Elliott DDS at gmail.com. Awesome. And if you're doing a bunch of speaking stuff too on Airway, where, where? The podcast? Uh, no, you're like, you're doing I like teach, uh, courses. Yeah, I teach like a sleep one course, yeah. implementation of sleep apnea. Um, and who's that open to? Dentists, everyone. Team members? So I teach under the 3D dentist um, umbrella. Cool. But it's not focused on 3d it, it's a little bit anyone everything. can take it awesome it's basically step-by-step -step implementation as cookbook as i make it and um so yeah awesome it, i'll link all of that below so great thank you so much for being yeah, here with us so now i don't know if you know this but we are called tooth or dare podcast for a reason oh yes, yes, um, yes katrina and i will partake in a rock paper scissors the loser will go up against you. You can choose to either accept a tooth or a dare or dish out a tooth or a dare to the loser. Um, Before we do this, I do want to tell all the listeners that I'm going to have video of Irene doing a cartwheel because on my podcast, oh, gosh. we challenged the uh, guests to <sighs> cartwheel. I wore running shoes today I'm on this I'm so glad purpose. you're wearing pants today. I, I, this is why I'm wearing if, pants yeah, today. She warned me skirt. yesterday I, I was doing stretches last night. So, okay. Um, okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, so in the meantime, everyone, please follow us on Instagram at toothordare.podcast. Follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. And you can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genist. Um, and please follow us and share this episode with someone that you think that might have a loved one or a friend or a family member or a patient that needs um, a little extra loving in the breathing department. Um, spread the love, spread the word. Okay, ready? All right, I'm ready. You know how to do this this time? Okay, so you go one, two, three, and then you shoot, right? Yep, just like we've always okay. done it. Yeah, okay. All right, okay, ready? One, two, three. Oh I my won. gosh, this is crazy. I won two in a row. I two really? in a row. This has happened. I've lost 12 in a row, crazy. and now I've won two in a row. It's coming back for the blonde. Bye-bye, Ginger. So wow. Dr. Elliot and Katrina are neck and neck. Would you like to uh, dish out a tooth or a dare, Dr. Elliot, or would you like to accept a tooth or a dare? Oh, golly. I'm up for adventure. I'll take one for you, Katrina. Would you like a wow. dare or okay. a tooth? Oh, 
I'll do a dare. Yeah, you'll she's do doing a dare. A dare. Yeah. All right, Katrina's gonna <laughs> come up. <laughs> Katrina's gonna come up with a dare. There's a fireball shot right next to her. Oh, except I don't drink. She doesn't drink. Perfect. Um, Great. <laughs> well, I, I have to, to, people just need to know I'm just yeah. this crazy. Not yeah. I know, I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. What kind of a dare can we do here? We have to do something fun. Are you wearing pants? Are you wearing pants? No. Perfect. I was going to say, <laughs> you, you can have a cartwheel. cartwheel oh, you did my car. I've already shown my cartwheel. Yeah. I don't know. You. This is you. Um, this is you. Okay, this, this isn't is, me. This is what's going to happen. Um, while Irene is doing her cartwheel, let's, um, what? What? Why am I in this? While Irene is doing I managed to win. While Irene is doing a cartwheel, you have to do a shimmy in the background with your double Ds. Oh. To the song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. All right. Sounds great. Okay. I can yeah. shimmy. You accept that challenge? Yeah. Okay. Can, I'm just shimmy. so glad you didn't ask me to twerk. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, but with it, my booty friends. pop on last night, I was <laughs> popping. <laughs> All right, everyone. Tune into our Instagram at toothordare.podcast within the next seven days to watch this dare go down. So good. Until next time, peace out. Peace. Cheers. That, that, was a, that was a fun episode. So fun. Um, She's so smart and she's so cool. When I grow up, I want to be just like Dr. Erin Me too. Me too. I want to be just like her. Let's be groupies. Yeah. I I mean, I already am. Like, yeah, I was just going to say, I I follow her around. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. I think I I like every single one of her photos on social media within the first 30 seconds that they've been posted. And I don't even have the notifications turned on. How's this whole social distancing thing working if you can't like hide in her front bushes and spy on her? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You just touched your face again. Dang it! <laughs> Guys, Katrina's been touching her face this entire time. I didn't say anything, but now it's I'm really bringing, hard. It's, it's coming out. Well, I can't um, blow on my... I'm trying to blow on my nose to, like, de-itch yeah, do it. Don't do that. Okay. Um, yeah, that was a cool episode. I, I really like her perspective on how she discusses obstructive sleep apnea with her patients. Yeah. Um, and how she's encouraged her entire team to look for these signs and symptoms. And like I said at the beginning of the show, that we have some resources for you if you want to print them out and use them in your practice or you could download them digitally to your computer. And it's just things to look for chairside during hygiene, like um, a scalloped tongue or mm-hmm. a wide neck or acid reflux, erosion on the linguals. Um wear of course like bruxers yeah um and really ask for thorough medical history questions but we'll link those below so i I highly suggest that you guys go to the show notes and grab those assessment tools there's some great graphics in there too um which are really cool and yeah um i'm just a big aaron elliott fan oh yeah she she's amazing a lot of uh really great um tips and hints that she um, kind of sinks into you. And it's kind of like, um, I don't know if you guys have these in Canada, but the Claritin commercials where it's like kind of fuzzy yeah. and then all of a sudden it peels back and it's clear. I, you know, once yeah. you have an awareness of something like that, it's like, wow, you know? Um, and so I know when I started uh, learning a lot about obstructive disorders and, and airway obstruction, um, and then I, I would go into the operatory and, and it, it made me really realize the number of patients that I see on a routine basis who likely yeah. have some type of an airway obstruction or are not uh, pulling in enough oxygen, um, wh- whether that be throughout the day or at night. Um, it, this is like whole body wellness. This is where we start talking about the oral systemic link and we're truly taking yeah. an active role in that. And and I think that, that it's it's just, it's so amazing that hygienists can be on the front of that. Um, you know, who's the one who has the time with a patient to screen for those things? Yeah, you know, and to be able to yeah. to support the doctor. Um, so yeah, well, she she's I shared, amazing. I shared some some kind of personal stuff during this episode that um, 
think we talked about how we both share personal stuff during personal stuff, personal, personal things personal during personal our lectures. Stuff. I'm fidgeting. Yeah. I'm fidgeting. You know, you know, I'm nervous when I start fidgeting with something. Um, you know, you talk about your mom and your mom's health, and I talk about my dad and my dad's health and my dad's teeth, and my dad's still with us. Um, but you know, he's got a lot of health issues that he refuses to be treated for. Yeah. So he's asthmatic and. I and my mom believe that he has sleep apnea, but he refuses to go and get a sleep test. He has cardiovascular disease. He's a heavy grinder. And like, mm. you can just look at mm-hmm. him speaking to you and he's grinding his teeth. Wow. Um, anyways, so, I mean, it, when we talked about all of these things, I kept thinking back to my dad. And it's hard because I'm sure people will struggle with this with patients too, that some of them just don't want to do anything. Yeah. And there's only so much that you can do. Yep. But... What I don't regret is I don't regret that every time I have the opportunity to talk about it with him, mm-hmm. I do. Because it's almost like a little bit of a weight lifted off my shoulder that I did as best as I could do, as much as I can do, as much as the patient, and my dad is my patient, um, as much as, as the patient will allow me to. So looking for these things and saying silence sometimes won't make you feel better later on. So I hate yeah. to end it on a sad note, but... No, no, no. I but no, It's a great so, note. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a very real thing, and it's something that I know you and yeah. I both are very passionate about, you know, for, for very similar reasons, um, because... Yeah. I, I think you and I both agree. Like I treat every patient in my chair like a member of my family that I like. Um, and so yeah. that means like- a lot of times <laughs> that, um, that you know, you see a patient in the chair who's maybe not listening to you or, or is refusing your recommendation or whatever that is. And, and we do take it personally. Um, yeah. I do wonder though, particularly with airway and breathing and respiratory concerns, if given all of the, the challenges and uncertainty that we're experiencing now with COVID-19, I do wonder if patients will perhaps be a bit more um, aware, um, you know, more open to wanting to have a dialogue about that, particularly if it does affect um, their lung function and and their respiratory health. I I do wonder. So um, stay tuned. But either way, really great information. I'm I'm sure that we're not we're not at the end of this. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I I think think I think a few weeks ago we were I know I was, you know, we 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 hadn't had as many cases as we do now yeah. and things have escalated so quickly in yeah. three weeks. So if, like a month ago, I was like, yeah, you know, it's a thing and it might not get it. like yeah. the classic Donald Trump, like it might get worse. It might not get worse. It might get better. <laughs> but whatever happens, we're totally prepared. We've all seen that meme. That was me four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now I am, I am not as optimistic as I was four weeks ago, but I am optimistic that when we do get out of this, we will have a better standard of care and of asepsis and practices. So thanks again to Air, Dr. Aaron Elliott for being on the show and to our peeps at Densplice Serona. Uh, make sure to visit the show notes and definitely go to densplicesorona.com slash academy to catch up on some CE during this downtime. Um, you know, work on your infection control and prevention manuals in your practice. Um, and reconsider, uh, reconsider allowing cell phones in the operatory. That's one thing that I should say. I was at the office today and uh, my office window is right where there's a bus stop and there was a woman in the bus stop wearing gloves and a mask on her cell phone yeah so good uh, touching everything (laughs) and she has a face visor she's a like a dental operatory visor on too good good. Uh, lifts off her visor with her dirty gloves takes off her mask with her dirty gloves goes into her backpack pulls out a water bottle unscrews the top of the water bottle and then drinks from it oh good perfect Um, i was hoping she would take and then and then and then 
puts all of her PPE back on because she's oh, she's Lord PPEing up. Here we go. <laughs> um, and then grabs her cell phone again no. and starts touching her cell phone. So yeah, I'm now. I sent an email or a, a DM to um, to a friend of mine who uh, who's a dentist and she she has a company called. Uh, I mean, she's got a bunch of different companies, but she, Dental Soiree is one of them mm. on Instagram. And I was like, "What is your policy with cell phones in the op?" She's like, "None of my staff or team members have cell phones in the operatories." And I think that's something that I'm going to try and enforce, yeah, even for myself. Cause yeah, it's an infection control germs. It's, yeah, it's not even just like I don't want you on Facebook. It's it's more than yeah. that. And yeah. I mean, they're saying now like money's the dirtiest thing that you can touch because yeah. of how it's exchanged. But I mean, how many of like full disclosure? Raise your hand high in the sky if you take your cell phone into the bathroom with you. Right. You yeah. Know, I, mean, I, I I made my own little little alcohol wipes because we couldn't find Lysol wipes anywhere. Oh, so I yeah. like cut up a paper towel, put it in a Tupperware container, just drenched it with uh, alcohol. And yeah. now every time we come in, we yep. wipe our phones, yep. we wash our hands, our keys. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Chris would just put me in the washing machine if he could. <laughs> I, I touch everything. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm the same way. I may or may yeah. not have cavi wipes at my house. Um, really yeah I'm not gonna tell people where my address is but I, I definitely have cavi wipes um and uh that's so funny yeah, life is good here hey um I wanted to do a dedication okay, well, for this episode yeah. oh we didn't dedicate yeah do you mind your if dedication I do a dedication I, I I'd like to um dedicate <clears throat> if you don't mind um so uh this dedication is for uh Deborah uh, McKenzie Carrier of uh, okay. twice as nice uniforms um, oh yes, I know her. Yeah. So she, we've been booth mates for the last RDH under one roof and ADHA. Oh, that's right. yeah, her, yeah, booth her booth and my right booth in yeah. Tooth Life. We were right by each other. Oh. So this let me tell you what I love about what she's doing. So as most people probably know, um Twice as Nice is a, a uniform company um and she uh, has really built a, built a brand on that. And with everything that's happened with uh COVID-19, she's actually shifted gears and um has started making uh masks out of cloth no way. um really yeah and and not only that but if you go onto her website um everything that's uh, considered infection control like i do think a lot of us are going to start wearing surgical caps now um you know to yeah. protect our hair from the aerosols and all that jazz um everything that's infection control um considered uh, on her website is 50 percent off like she just wants oh, wow. to be able to like give the opportunity to support people um you know in in controlling infection if they are still required to work um and then she's creating these masks and and allowing for you know any medical professional to be able to utilize them which i know is really impactful right now so i'd, I'd love to dedicate this to her like what a, what a boss babe and, and what a what a kind heart and soul um for her to be you know creating um you know this this type of a a, a service back to the medical and dental communities Oh, it's so great. I'm going to link her website below, but for yeah. those of you that just want to audio it, it's um, twiceasniceuniforms.com, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be checking it out. Awesome. Yeah, That's so out. great. Yeah, I she's love awesome. It. Yeah. Awesome. This one's for you, Deborah. Rocket sister. Um, all right. Okay. So that's it. We're done. Yay. We're done. We did it. We're done. Awesome. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's all we have. Um, we'll 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 catch you all outside. Yeah. No, I mean don't go outside. <laughs> don't go outside. Stay have inside. Have you not seen that other meme that everyone's doing? Right? Like, catch me outside. The the Doctor Phil yeah. meme. Oh yeah. How about that? Yeah. No, she's like, I don't know it. Yeah. No, I, I know. How about that? How about okay. that? All right. So so everyone, when when we're able to, I'll catch you outside. How about yeah. that? In the meantime, um, enjoy your Netflix binge of Tiger King as everybody's <gasps> doing. Um, oh. Okay. We need to talk about Tiger King next week. <laughs> we, 
I really want to start this episode with, hi, you cool cats and kittens. It's me, Katrina Sanders oh, from Tooth or Dare Podcast. What? Today, Darby oh went outside goodness. and did some poops. <laughs> you know, she does that oh on her episodes. Goodness. That's kind of what I want oh to do. Oh my gosh. I love it. Damn it. Why didn't we do that? Damn it. Missed opportunity. Two weeks in two weeks from now, I'm sure people are still going to be watching you cool kids. So? Yeah, kids. Yeah. Kids yeah. Kids By the way, um, also, um, Joe Exotic uh, contracted COVID nineteen in prison. I know. Yeah. Okay, we we can't talk about this. Right okay, now. I'm we sorry. Okay, later. 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 Sorry. We're at a time. We're at the end. <laughs> we did our dedication. Thank you so okay. much, everybody, Enjoy. for tuning in. Yes. All right. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. You go like or the one with the, oh yeah 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 this one that one yeah. oh the there's like a lingering situation that's yeah. happening yeah and he's like, like a super fan kind I he's a hundred percent super fan I'm like sir we're just too hygienists just trying to make it in this world of podcasting yeah can you just oh, well we are but you can listen grab a chair you need to sit though because you're gonna pull this all yeah. grab a chair oh my gosh look at her she's what are you doing you look like you're you look like a pilot oh can you lift that out of the way. Bigger, bigger one nine. There we go. Cool. Um, oh, look okay, how adorable ready? She is. I can't even deal. Okay, ready? Oh, oh my God. Yes, okay. Irene, you're Sorry, I'm going to miss my flight, and then Dennis Weiss-Serona's. <coughs> Irene is being extra. She's not going to miss her flight. Your flight is literally in two hours and 15 minutes. International and, and checking a bag. Okay, let's do this. Oh, yeah. Okay, or, what did you say? I don't know. Uh, whatever it was. But Sean, Sean our audio editor, what did I say? Please play it back. <laughs> I'm trying not to touch my face as much, but like I can't stop touching your face. I can't help it. It's like when someone tells you not to look at the sun during an eclipse. Yes, yeah, you do. I gotta look. Ooh, I gotta look at oh, it. Look, it's an eclipse. <laughs> oh god, look, now you I'm did blind. it again. <laughs> no, I'm blind. Oh. Why, aren't we, why aren't we recording this as a screen so we can see how many times you've touched your I face? Know, this I know. I <laughs> know. It's a drinking game. Every time I Katrina know, right? touches her face. Yeah. Take a drink. I, at least we're not doing the Canadian thing anymore. We're not. I'm still doing that. <laughs> okay are you ready are I'm, you ready <coughs> i'm ready that was oh, an allergy she cough. coughs that was an allergy cough hand. not a dry so gross <laughs> <laughs> okay okay now i'm really now ready I'm, okay